0: Betches Media presents.
1: Ha ha! Laugh funny.
0: Mention it all. A Bravo by Betches podcast.
2: We don't say that, but now we said it
0: with Dylan Hafer.
2: Who oh, going check me, bro?
0: And Barry Rosenfeld. I need
2: right. to start drinking alcohol now. Go to sleep, we.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer,
1: and I'm Barry Rosenfeld.
0: What a day to be in America. We had a fun little. Incident yesterday that it feels weird to be talking about housewives, but here we are.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, in other news, it was my birthday, so that was exciting.
0: Wow, and then was... everyone
1: was texting me and was <laughs> like, Wow, your birthday was a little bit taken over, and I was like, Just a little bit, just a little bit,
0: at least because we're in you know, COVID time still, at least it was gonna be kind of like a lame birthday anyway. Like it's not like you were having like some big party, and then it was like, oh, this is weird,
1: right? Well, I'm also not going to be super enthusiastic today, like I usually am, because my mouth is in pain because I had a bit of a procedure yesterday. Oh my god, wait, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm just a, a little uncomfortable, but here we are, oh no. because like Dylan said, we do not take time off of Bravo.
0: We do and, not. i mean true to that thesis we have three different episodes we have to get to today we're going to quickly brush on below deck a little bit because we can't not and then we have the real housewives of dallas premiere that was on tuesday night and of course salt lake city um so below deck this week n- not a lot happened of course we still have francesca and elizabeth who are you know they're just not going to get along at this point. And it is what it is. And I don't think I, I don't think Elizabeth's getting fired either. So I was just going to say,
1: like comparing things like to people that we have seen, I know we've mentioned this before, like being let go. It is just wild that she can continue making the mistake. She's making and pissing people off and just like, what are the standards here for keeping a job?
0: Yeah, it, it kind of feels like maybe at some point there was like an executive decision made that was like, Elizabeth's gonna stay, regardless of what's happening. I don't know. Yeah, they're, it, they're like, we literally
1: can't find another stew, So like, we have to keep her
0: like, so it's a pandemic. We can't really fly anyone in right now. So um, but the, the main thing that of note that happens this week is we have these new charter guests who are boat people we hear a lot about this that everyone's dreading having boat people on the boat because you know they ask for too much they know too much they mm-hmm. think they can do it better and dolores who's one of the primary charter guests is just fucking hammered the whole time like a uh, hammered is like an understatement it's like she hurt like
1: um i i it was embarrassing I don't words yeah i, I don't know have words. To, i don't know how to explain it
0: I feel like there's, it's funny because sometimes when they're on these charters, it's like, oh, like they'll be talking about the guests and they're like, oh, they've been drinking since 1 p.m. And I think about it, I'm like, well, if I was on this all expenses paid yacht, I would be drinking since 1 p.m. But there's a difference between like, oh, like we've been like, we had some drinks at lunch and then like we had a drink, like some drinks in the afternoon. Like you can drink throughout the day, but these people clearly have been like taking down drinks left and, and right and since they've 1 p.m. And have been, like,
1: legitimately drinking champagne, just champagne. And you oh can't, God. that's not how you drink champagne. You can't, like, do that. And it showed.
0: It definitely <laughs> showed. <laughs> I haven't been able to drink champagne like that since I was in college. I can't do it
1: anymore. it happened to me when I drink champagne. Like, I remember those, like... um remember because we haven't been to bottomless brunches in quite some time but Uh, this this one place will remain nameless in new york city um because multiple people have gotten sick there but uh, i don't even know if it's open anymore but they had this option really quick i'll talk about it they you can either get bloody mary this this or a bottle of champagne and i chose bottle champagne because i was like it's i'll get the drunkest fat it's a bottle yeah just give it give me i did i got very ill very ill Yeah, like um, Dolores.
0: Like Dolores. So Dolores is, you know, they're at this really lovely dinner that this Gatsby dinner that they've invited the captain to. Rachel once again knocks it out of the park. Yeah. It was very and impressed. I mean they're clearly very drunk at dinner, but then after dinner, Dolores is on the swim platform and it's pitch black outside. She is, like we've said, beyond wasted, decides she wants to go for a swim. And These are everyone's shark telling shark
1: infested
2: water. There's
0: literally a shark in the water, not like a great white shark, but like a shark. It's a shark, you yeah. know, like it's not going to eat her, but it could bite her or something, I guess. Um, I don't know. But so Captain Lee is like, don't fucking go in the water. Like, like don't fucking go in the water. You can't do that. And everyone's like, Dolores, don't go in the water. And then all of a sudden Dolores is in the water.
1: Like a swan dive into the water. In a white dress. Everything went wrong.
0: It's like a super weird scene because there's this light coming off of the boat into the water. So it's like this glowing water in the dark. And this like drunk middle-aged woman is like treading water while everyone's yelling at her. And Captain Lee is like your charter just ended. And we obviously there's a cliffhanger, but. Well,
1: Captain Lee was like, we've seen Captain Lee like angry before, but this was on another level because like it is true. It's nighttime she's wasted and like she can get lost if she goes under and like that's their responsibility but the thing is she he what pissed him off more i think is that she was literally just in the water like frolicking just like staring at him basically Mm -hmm. it was like a a a kick in the face because she was basically like what are you gonna do i'm just in the water enjoying life and it was like extremely disrespectful
0: right she was even after the point where it was obvious that I mean, it was obvious before she jumped in, but even afterward, when it kind of escalated, she still was like, you know, when you're, you get to that point of drunk where you're like, everything seems funny, even if it's like actually bad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just not a good look. We'll see. I mean, at the end of the episode, he's like, we're going back to the dock, like, get, get in the boat. Like, I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah. I think, I feel like they've ended charters before, but. I mean, I feel it's up to him. And I don't know what Captain Lee says goes. So don't fuck I it kinda, up.
0: I kind of hope he does, just like for the drama. I know. We need I want to see we Dolores like crying the next morning. Like, what did I do? Well,
1: I'm sorry. And one more point like, it's, it's, they were all, the entire charter was inside just like having fun, just talking like after dinner. So it's like, if you know your friend is like that, someone bring her to the room. Like, what? Why would no one
0: be responsible for, for this adult, I should say? But anyway. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, Okay, so we'll see what happens next week on Below Deck. Let's get into the Real Housewives of Dallas premiere. I'm curious, before we talk about some specific points, what was your overall feeling? Did you enjoy it? Are you excited for this season? Where are you at yes. with Dallas?
1: I, I did... Enjoy it. I love I was texting you during it because there's a little bit of confusion. I was like, what is this? Like, it was very (laughs) weird. I remember they did show it early. So when I don't know if any of you guys watched it live, I watched it live and it kept saying never before seen footage which I was like duh it's a premiere like this has never been seen before and it it just started off for me very slow so the first few minutes actually was a little disappointed but I was like you know what this is gonna get better maybe they're just easing into it because it is the pandemic they don't know what the hell they're doing but (laughs) um I enjoyed it I enjoyed meeting Tiffany I think she's like definitely a different vibe from what we've seen on this franchise before but um Yeah, Cameron's just, like, not real, and I thoroughly enjoy watching her on TV. (laughs)
0: She's not a real person. I'm (laughs) I'm liking Cameron's... I feel like the first season, maybe two seasons that Cameron was on the show, it was almost like we didn't know how to feel about her because it's like, is is this, like, an act? Like, who is this woman? Like, whatever. And I feel like we finally are to the point where it's, like, Cameron has, like, settled into the group enough that it's, like, I, I really feel like this is who she is as a person right. and she can let loose sometimes, but like, obviously she just is who she is. I agree. I really like Tiffany also. When you think about it, we haven't had a lot of like career driven women on Dallas, like with the, with the exception of Deandra. And I guess Carrie Duber was sort of in that mold too. Like Tiffany is an you know, the anesthesiologist. Re- I was like, what are you doing right, on a, this a show, f- Tiffany? <laughs> a whole ass MD. Like, she is a literal doctor. I
1: was like, you made a wrong turn. What are you doing on <laughs> uh, <I'm> Bravo?
0: <laughs> it's interesting. We get our introduction to her through Mama D. Like, so we're at D- we're at D's house where DeAndra's brought some takeout and they're hanging out in the backyard, which by the way, her house looks like a country club. I yeah. don't understand it. And Tiffany shows up and Deandra's like, My mom introduced me to Tiffany and said, you're gonna love her. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Mama D is the one who brought Tiffany into the
1: group? Partially also why I was confused. Also, I was like, they didn't really introduce us to her yet. So I was like, who is she? How did they know? And then they were joking about her, them being sisters, which I knew was a joke. But I was like, wait, they're like really talking about that. Is that how they know each other? Like, what is D like both their mom? Like what's happening? And they never said anything, but it was, it was very, it felt like D really loved tiffany a little bit more than somebody else At the table.
0: <laughs> well yeah i mean luckily for deandra d finally coughed up some cash and gave her a hundred thousand dollars even though she said she never would um i i do one thing i like about tiffany so far is that she seems like she actually um is a part of the group like she fits in with yeah. the group um later we have this pool party at stephanie's house and immediately kind of the whole group is pretty gelled together whereas like we've been seeing on Atlanta we've I've talked about how it feels like Drew is kind of like disconnected from most of the group and like you can tell that she was kind of just like cast on the show and maybe knew one person but whereas I feel like we've only seen one episode of course but Tiffany feels like a little more of an organic casting addition which I always appreciate
1: totally I I It's always so awkward for me also watching Mama D and Deandra together because mama d was like oh nice bit is that new where'd you get how much was that and i'm sure and i was like and part of me i was like my mom does that to me like i'm not kidding she literally did it to me last night she literally was like i like how much how much did you pay for that necklace and i was like it's so funny but then they're just (laughs) older like deandra's older than me obviously so it's just funny seeing like a mother-daughter dynamic that that still happens like no matter what age you are like your mother is going to be like we need every detail here well and it's funny because um,
0: it's funny because like my mom will do that but i only see her like a few times a year when it's not covid even because we don't live close together so she'll be like she'll be like oh is this new i'm like mom everything is new i haven't seen you in six months like i i'm not wearing like the same shirt that i wore last time you saw me it's like i've bought clothes
1: Cameron's Some people say garage sale Some people say estate sale Which it was very much An estate sale But um, I just have to point something out Which I don't know If you caught on to this But at Mama D's house I uh-huh. They were like You know how they always talk about Where they live And they're like Oh my god They were like embarrassed Which I was like Get over yourself And then their housekeeper came over and they were like, have you ever been to a garage sale? And I was like, that is so like inappropriate. Like why? First of all, what difference does that make? Anyone can go to a garage sale. Like it doesn't matter. But they were like, oh, not in this neck of the woods. Also, okay,
0: I I will say like where when I was growing up, sometimes a garage sale would be like a thing that the kids did like almost like a lemonade stand like their parents would just be like okay like yeah we can do a yard sale like it's not like it's not like oh like we had to like set this up in the in the yard to like scrounge together a few dollars like no it's just like something to do
1: right I think Cameron was doing that she doesn't need the money obviously she wasn't doing that and of course she was so happy with twenty three thousand dollars she said she made which is compared to the pricing of everything of hers I feel like that was like nothing thing but um she was like i mean 23 000
0: so cameron's house situation is interesting so i guess before quarantine they were like they were under contract on their dream house and we're gonna sell their current house but then the buyer pulled or the seller pulled out or the buyer i don't know um either way she is having this big let's just say garage sale and this is it's kind of fun i don't know if we've ever seen one of these on housewives before like it's a very like I like, it's kind of like a creative
1: activity. She had a great turnout. I should say it was down (laughs) the entire block. And I did notice they had little pieces of tape, like six feet apart, like from each (laughs) other. I was like, Oh, that's nice.
0: I also appreciated. I, I mean, granted, we don't know how seriously to take whatever precautions they're taking on these shows, but right off the bat, they asked Stephanie in her interview, like, if it was okay to be hugging people and she's like, look, we're filming a TV show. We're all getting tested. Like this is a, we're in like a COVID free zone. I don't know how like accurate that actually is, but I appreciate that they're kind of like putting a, almost a disclaimer on the beginning of the season. Just so it's like, I don't, cause I don't want to have to think about COVID every second that I'm watching these shows. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm fine with when they're in like a small group setting kind of like, being like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, they can all be inside at the house and it's like not that big of a deal. I, It's kind of nice.
1: Yeah, but it was awkward watching Court wear whatever the hell he was wearing. Another <laughs> visor situation, but this one was completely just up over his eyes. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, are these masks? Are you wearing them as a mask? I, I, I just don't know. So it's like, part of me is like either wear it or don't. Like don't make the effort and it just be right. wrong. Either wear it or don't wear it. Don't
0: Right. Don't. They clearly have some like they clearly have some guidelines about like when you're in public or and when whatever I say you're say Don't
1: supposed wear to it, have... wear it. It's wear it. Yeah, wear it. That right. wasn't an option.
0: <laughs> it, right. It's just weird to see. It's like if you're gonna have it on your head, put it on. Like yeah. I yeah. but yeah, the garage sale was fun. Cameron, of course, is ridiculous. I will never be over the fact that she bought her like little daughter a ten thousand dollar bed that is just like it still the funniest thing. On to it. Me. Saroski crystals on the Sorry. bed. Also, we didn't really talk about, but she has a new her dog, dog. <laughs> and named Fancy. And I, it's weird that we got like this big long scene in the season premiere about and her dog still training. And why I
1: texted you? I was like, what I know, is I know, happening."
0: But either way, I think that would have been like a fun scene if it was like half the length. But I'm well, I'm glad she's on a new dog journey.
1: <laughs> the thing that she, it was so dramatic is her dog, Louie, passed away. And she was like, the thing you don't know is that Court didn't give Louie his medicine, a.k.a. why the dog died. But then Oof. I did the math and the Yorkie was like 16 years old. So it wasn't Court's
0: fault that the dog died. The dog lived a very long life. I want to know: Have we heard anything in a while about Sparkle Dog? What's going on with that? No,
1: but that is an interesting point that you make because why didn't she bring it up? We're talking
0: about do- she had talked about her dog and Fancy and everything. I, think it might, I feel like it might be defunct.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, didn't see I, it going I, I will say far.
0: I love a Housewives business venture. I don't miss hearing every episode about how she needed to find a distributor because that was a oh. lot. Also, I looked at the Amazon reviews one time and people were like, "This made my dog shit." <laughs> I
1: mean that you could, if you gave me a year's supply of that for free, I wouldn't give my dog that
0: food. It shouldn't. And that's our official uh, thoughts yeah. on Sparkle Dog. Um, Love you, okay, Cameron. <laughs> so let's let's go ahead on to Stephanie's pool party where all of the women show up, including friend of Jen, who we get a little bit of an introduction to. She was supposed to be a housewife for most of the time that they were filming, ended up getting demoted. I'm sure we'll get a little bit more like backstory about her probably but just like for reference she's around
1: Mm -hmm. well you hate to see you hate to see the ones that get demoted like throughout the episode i just always have a you know a soft spot for them
0: she's like yeah she's like the equivalent of latoya on this season of atlanta like she's definitely gonna be there most of the time and i don't know if we'll ever really get like the clear reason but Mm -hmm she and Brandy seem to hit it off right away. They're comparing their vaginas in the pantry at Stephanie's house.
1: Yeah, I mean, all Brandy needs is a sip of whatever's in front of her, and she, like, lets loose. But I just have to say, first of all, I can't get over ever how gorgeous Stephanie is in general, but her house is beautiful. Everything she does is very classy, I think. So at first, I was like, why is she having caterers? She's having six women at her house for lunch. Then I was like, you know what? Whatever. That's what she, that's, it's the right thing to do. But it's funny. She had like decoration she had floats in the pool everything was like was done and set up but Mm -hmm. um i feel like it was assumed that brandy and tiffany were gonna come head to head because stephanie on the phone leading up to it was telling brandy she was like are you okay to i think you'll have a good time like i think you'll be fine but i think it was Brandy's first outing maybe before she got called out. Uh, if you guys know, Brandy made an insensitive video or posted an insensitive video last year. Um, and she well- has been very, very upset borderline I'm, suicidal
0: she claims so about little, it i'm a little confused about the timeline because the video is from a few years ago and it it's and, 2019 and she, well she deleted the video like at the time quickly mm-hmm. when it, it so and then it got resurfaced last year because of the whole leanne scandal right at, because brandy had been really harsh on leanne and then so this was about a year ago now because it was in january when the reunion ended this video resurfaced brandy apologized she went to her racism rehab for a few days because she was said she was suicidal so that was in January of last year and then they didn't start filming the season until over the summer Mm -hmm. so it's interesting because I mean yes it's the first time that she's been in the context of filming Mm -hmm. but like the the kind of controversy is not fresh at this point so I was a little bit like I felt like they were kind of playing up like, almost making it seem as if it was something that, like, just happened, whereas it's actually, like, six or seven months since, but... Right. The
1: the other issue that it could be is that in the video, she was making fun of Asian people, and she, maybe Tiffany is the first Asian she has been around or knew she
0: was going to yeah. be in front of and felt uncomfortable. That's why it's it's interesting to me because, obviously, Tiffany has thoughts about this whole brandy oh, yeah. situation it's interesting that it did i agree it felt kind of like preordained like tiffany and brandy will have conversation mm-hmm. about video and it's like i get that it probably needed to happen but also it's like it's kind of like did we do like it's almost like somebody was like okay so we're gonna have we need an asian person in the first episode to have this conversation with brandy and it's like i i like tiffany a lot but it's like this feels forced
1: OK, and the um, other thing is, though, when they did have their conversation, which was very weird, like, it, first of all, I know people what Brandy did was not right, obviously. But we've said this before, like she got upset. She's entitled to be upset. Was it about her? No, but she she probably got overwhelmed in that situation and and needed to compose herself. so She walked away. I don't think Carrie was coddling her, like they said. Like, I think like she need a carrie went she knew what she was saying she was like you need a second chance blah blah, blah. so her and tiffany then like, what went-
0: i just like to note this is the first time we've mentioned carrie's name i know, this I know, time. I know.
1: wait so Oops. they go outside and talk and i just want to mention that i thought it was very weird for production to end the episode and do a to be continued basically in the middle of like Tiffany's sentence like it was a serious kind of conversation and I was like this is that is not where you cut it off
0: I agree because it was like it's not like there's some big fight and it was like a climactic moment it was like we're having a real conversation here like we're actually like talking about something like it feels like you're kind of reducing like the impact of what's going on by like playing it up for drama but I, I do think like like you said, I think Brandy's emotions are real and, you know, obviously she's entitled to her reaction. I do think, like, I I kind of feel like it feels like she's making it about herself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I think Tiffany is, like, she seems like a an emotionally m- mature enough person that she can kind of... She can be upset for her own reasons, but then she can also, like, see... Where brandy's coming from, and I, I don't think that this is going to be like some gigantic rift that they can't get over. I think there may be other factors that get in the way of their relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, agree. I'm excited I...
2: to.
0: I agree. I'm I'm excited to see kind of how the season plays out because we we got like little tastes of stuff this first episode, but overall, I I think this cast is just kind of a fun group. I've always enjoyed Dallas. Like I think they have a lot of. It's like one of the lighter kind of housewives shows to watch just because there's a lot of like, you know, drunk antics and whatever. And I, I am excited to have that back. Especially like we did just finish such a heavy season of Potomac and like all of that. Like it's it's nice to have something that's like a little less, I don't know, important feeling.
1: <laughs> I I yeah. And speaking of that, it's funny to all of these different cities. The drama is so different. And that's what's so interesting about these yeah. shows is that These people all over the country don't face the same issues that others do. So not saying, you know, one's less important, but we see just how
0: people live and I'm excited. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. and D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, let's move on to Salt Lake City. I, I feel like we, uh, just lots to get to this week. Um, one interesting thing that we were talking about before the episode, we see Heather's ex-husband this week, which I just didn't expect to see him on camera. I just assumed he wasn't going to be around at all this season. and Yeah, from
1: the description, he didn't seem like a type of person that was going to show his face on Housewives.
0: But I, here comes Billy. <laughs> here comes Billy. He came over to open Valentine's Day presents, which is like an awkward activity. And I'm like, okay, sure. Um, <laughs> but that that is what it is. It's nice. It's nice that they're on good enough terms that they can do that. Um, we, speaking of who's not on good terms, though... Jen and Mary is becoming a bigger and bigger rift within the group because <laughs> this week Jen is having a surprise birthday party for Sharif. Obviously, she's not going to invite Mary. That is zero percent surprising right. to me. But Whitney is like, oh well, like I think I think Mary's like feelings could be hurt because you're not inviting her. Which is like, okay, yeah, but like, did you think Jen was going to invite her? But then Whitney is getting a little messy this week. Okay, Whitney,
1: Whitney, Whitney. I died because all she kept saying was she needs some liquid courage, liquid courage. Girlfriend, (laughs) liquid courage is not getting blacked out to the point where she got a little too courageous. It was so funny to watch because her and like, I don't, I don't know. I literally feel like Whitney is such an angelic human that like she can't do any wrong, but it was really funny. She got so drunk that she couldn't, We have to fast forward. We have to talk about this party. It's just too much. Like it's too much.
0: So basically like cliff notes of the drama is that Mary tells Whitney that Lisa and Meredith have told her that they are scared of Jen. And so they don't want to, they don't want Jen. Basically they don't want to talk to Jen about her issues with Mary because they're scared of her. And so Whitney is like, Oh, well like, that's bad so she t- she tells Heather and Heather is like well bring it up at the party because she's she's always like nice when she's around and her also friend Sarah tragic friend Sarah is like yeah that sounds like a good idea okay.
1: first of all at Whitney and Sa- at Sarah's house like what th- it gave me so much anxiety that scene because they were standing the whole time and I'm a huge sitter and they were just cutting apples on a plate and like she was like do you want pecans and I was like Is this like what is how ha- are, are you, you trying doing? to make like A charcuterie board like what is Can you guys go sit and like just have a glass of wine Somewhere and they were like oh yeah like It was just very awkward but I loved Whitney's Outfit and matching I, I shout out to her pumps Don't think I didn't notice that Whitney yes
0: but so Whitney's whole plan is that because Jen is, you know, calmer when she's around Sharif at the party, she's going to bring up to Jen the fact that she heard that Whitney uh, or that Meredith and Lisa were talking to Mary. So she brings it up. The Okay, to me, the biggest like faux pas, other than the fact that she's doing it at Jen's husband's birthday party is is that Meredith and Lisa are, like, right there across the room, but she's not involving them in this conversation at all, has not brought it up with them first. So all of a sudden, she's, like, Jen is, like, yelling about Lisa and Meredith, and they're, like, wait, excuse me? Like,
1: (laughs) why did my name come up? Well, also, when Whitney was starting to tell Jen about this, she, like, couldn't spit it out, and Heather goes... They're scared of you. And she just like (laughs) blurted it out. And Whitney was like, Heather, like, that's not what I was going to. But it was just so messy. Like, that's the perfect word. So messy that first of all, the two of them come over. And all Meredith does is now in like three episodes, she goes, I am not engaging in this conversation. And I'm just like, I kind of agree with her in that one because like she actually didn't do it like this. is She didn't start this conversation. And then Lisa gets, it's like the two of them together are so opposite friends that it's like it works very well. Like Lisa's a mouth and Meredith is just like, you know, (laughs) Meredith is a mouth and
0: Meredith is
1: like some dead eyes. Yeah, just stands there. (laughs) But Jen, when we think Jen can't get any worse, oh my, oh
0: my God. I don't know what it is about. The, oh the idea God. of Mary Cosby that just triggers Jen to a level that is like a little scary because she is, she's Don't like, say that s- word. she's screaming, <laughs> she's screaming about this. She smashes a glass. Her son like l- is like looking around when she smashes the glass and is like, Ugh! and then she drags her-, her and her husband out of his birthday party and makes them leave.
1: Yeah, it was very it goes from zero to 100. And the thing is, someone who's not even there shouldn't make you that mad. You're at your husband's party. You threw it. Ignore it. Like what what actually set you off at that moment? Obviously, she was drinking, too. Like, it's not right. It's not, you know, like brain surgery. But but that shouldn't happen. Like someone and then Mary Mary earlier goes I'm not invited I don't know why I don't know what I did to her
0: <laughs> like girl <laughs> I, I will say I'm curious to see how this develops with kind of the Whitney versus Lisa dynamic because I mean Meredith seems like very um like chill just by nature okay. but Lisa yeah. is like Lisa's like she's spreading lies about me I don't appreciate it like this is we're gonna talk about it she's wasted and it's like I mean, I can't fault her for being mad at Whitney because if Mary had said that to her, she could have easily gone to Lisa and been like, "Hey, Mary said this. Like, how are you feeling about Jen? Like, what's the vibe? Like, I don't know, like, are we all in this together? Like, I I like Mary, blah 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 blah." Where instead it's like Lisa kind of or not Lisa, Whitney kind of like skipped six steps, I feel like, in mm-hmm. trying to resolve this conflict. It's like mm-hmm if you think you're all scared of Jen, like why don't you all talk about it and like make a plan rather than just being like, I think I'm going to drop a bomb at Sharif's party.
1: But I, I, and I do the only thing I agree with Jen about is that not her outburst, not that, but that it wasn't the time or place. Like you, of course you're allowed to have conversations with anyone anywhere, but if Whitney knew that, maybe this is going to be where they were all together and it would have been the perfect sometimes you have an idea in your head and it just doesn't execute the right way and that's exactly what happened at i've never party. experienced that oh really which <laughs> you know it's funny though i have to note that jet is a surprise party so jen told sharif that i don't know where she came up with the fact that they're going to popeyes like because that's the way they were driving so they were like yeah. "He'll believe we're going to popeyes so he was so excited i felt like so happy for him I was like oh my god this is all this guy wants he wants to go to Popeyes and then she goes we're going golfing and he and was like, like oh, "Wait, so we're not really? going to Popeyes <laughs>
0: I, I loved that moment when you can just see all over his face that he was upset about not going to Popeyes and I'm like honestly <laughs> that is so relatable because if somebody if somebody tells me I'm getting like my favorite fast food like I better be getting it I'm I... gonna be getting it like th- in three hours either way
1: yeah, and also it made me upset because I still haven't tried the Popeyes chicken salad, which I heard is better than Chick-fil-A and Shake Shack. Like Popeyes is the best chicken sa- chicken sandwich, and I haven't had it. And oh, so say, I like Popeyes, I'm but I'm not a
0: I like Popeyes, but I'm not a chicken sandwich person. I just do like tenders.
1: Oh, okay, that's good. To- oh, Louisiana, you obviously like it's Popeyes Louisiana chicken, right? That's yeah. like what it, and. So you had it in school like I didn't have it I did. like it's like so I'm going to search. Yeah. Um, thank you.
0: <laughs> um, OK, so let's just cut to the chase. Who is your number one Bravo Lab in the group? Or if you really want, I guess you could pick two because we did talk about a lot of different stuff. Okay.
1: Okay, I'm gonna give it off the bat. Oh, shoot, because whenever there's a new Housewife, I like to give it to them. But I don't know. I will eventually.
0: It'll go to Tiffany. So I'm gonna hold I was, off on. Wait, her. I was thinking about Tiffany. Let's give Tiffany like a, a the new shining award. star award. Okay, that she Perfect. did great on her first week, and then let's each pick a different another person. Totally,
1: um, shining star <laughs> award. I'm dying. Okay, so mine She'll are be going it in the to mail. Ca- Cameron. <laughs> And Whitney, just because Whit- Whitney Whitney has done wrong without doing wrong yet. I just, like, even her being messy was, like, cute and funny. Like, I, I don't get uh-huh. it. But ha- um, Cameron, I feel bad that Louie passed away. I think she's doing a great job coming in strong as a housewife this season, right off the bat. So I'm going to give it I'm to her. Them to-
0: too. I'm going to pull a wild card and give it to Captain Lee uh, because we... Saw him laying down the law this week on Below Deck. And I love to see that. And he looks great in his tux. <laughs> he does. And also,
1: I love when one of his articles of clothing are always missing. Like, they're, like,
0: searching Where's for Captain pants? Lee's pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh Guys, thank you so much for listening. We will be back tomorrow. We've got, believe it or not, even more shows to talk about. Uh, In the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and join our Facebook group. Also Bravo by Betches.
1: Betches.